When I was married to my ex-wife, I deeply cared about her approval and her validation. So much so that it inhibited my own freedom of expression. So I felt lonely even though I was in a relationship because my needs weren't being met. Now, there was a whole host of other things that were wrong with the relationship, an inherent lack of compatibility, which made the relationship wrong for the both of us. But caring too much about what other people and women think of you, craving the validation and the approval of women and other people is the subject of today's video because you do it. And if you're a man and you want to find the right girlfriend, life partner or wife, this video is going to be absolutely important for you because if you ignore this, women will keep losing interest in you or even worse, you're going to end up in a relationship with a woman who isn't right for you and you won't have your own psychological needs met. So first of all, we have to establish that it's perfectly normal and okay to care about what other people think of us. It's perfectly normal and healthy to want the approval and the validation of other members of our tribe and our community. Why? Well, two to three hundred thousand years ago, when our brain was shaped predominantly into its current form, as far as anthropologists and biologists agree, we as human beings lived in tribes of 100 to 200 people. And there were certain rules and norms and traditions that the tribe agreed upon. And we realized that the people who acted too far outside of the culturally agreed upon norms were sent into exile. And since we depend on the tribe for our survival, because we need other men to go hunt with, we need other men for protection, we need other female members to pass on our DNA for our legacy to continue. Since we realized that those people were sent in exile and died, well, Darwin basically taught us that the approval of tribal members is key to our survival. So it's perfectly normal to want the approval of other people, to care about what people think about us. Only psychopaths or sociopaths don't care at all, or they care so little that they're not relatable anymore. So in order to be able to relate to other people, you need to care about what they think about you. It's perfectly fine. But you're a man who already has a good job. You already have a good career. You already do well in a lot of areas in your life. Doesn't mean you're perfect, I'm not either. But you're already doing pretty well, if not extraordinarily well, in certain areas, at least in your professional life. So you already know how to act in a calibrated fashion, at least in a professional context. So you're not unrelatable. That's not your challenge. But you care a little bit too much about what people think of you. You care a little bit too much about, very specifically, about the validation and the approval of women. And here's another thing you have to understand. The reason this harms you, the reason caring too much about her approval, acting in an approval-seeking way on the day, the reason this harms your results, the reason it pushes women away is the following. Again, as I said, two to three hundred thousand years ago, we used to live in tribes. And every tribe had a tribal leader, the so-called alpha male. Silly little term. Don't let that term deter you. It's just the leader of the tribe. And all the women back in the day wanted babies with the alpha male. Why? Well, first of all, in order to get to that position, he had to fight his way up there. So he must have pretty good genetics. And in order to stay there for a sustained period of time, he must have good genetics on an ongoing basis because he has to fight off contenders. So genetically he's good. That's probably a very good indicator that he's going to be able to have healthy babies. And also he has access to resources which are going to ensure 
the healthy flourishing of these genetically well-predispositioned children. So, women wanted to have children with the tribal leader. So, he had a lot of choice. He didn't just have one woman. He had a lot of different female partners back in the day. So, women nowadays have the challenge. They still want the tribal leader, but it's a little bit more difficult for them to decipher, if you live in New York, for example, who is the tribal leader. That's why basketball players or politicians or rock stars or musicians, form of uh, rock stars are a form of musicians, that's why it's easier for them because they have more status. That's why this whole thing is a status-based game. And it's not just objective status, but perceived status. Remember, when it comes to social interactions, perception equals reality. I was actually speaking to a street musician here the other day in Dublin. Dublin has a lot of amazing buskers and street performers. And this guy was saying back in the day, he was very much into, because he saw my videos online, so we had a nice conversation. I actually bought an album of him to uh, give it to uh, Fernanda. And so we got talking. He said back in the day, he was also very much into meeting women. But then he just smiles at me and he says, well, look, now I'm a musician, so it's super easy. Why is that? Well, if you play on a street and you have 50 to 100 people paying attention to you, orienting themselves towards you, that increases your status because they're looking up to you in a way. So whatever heightens your status increases attraction. So women nowadays, they have a very difficult time to decipher who the tribal leader is. So they're looking for clues, cues, cues, I believe, for indicators that you are a tribal leader or a high status man. That's the whole idea. That's what it means. It doesn't mean posing with your Rolex or your Patek or whatever the case may be. That's not what this is about at all. But it's status indicators, honest signals that you are a man who's going to be able to give her healthy babies. Even if she may not want children, her biological drive is still to have, to find a man who could have healthy children and protect them and care for them and make sure they grow up well and they're secure. That's still what she's looking for. So back in the day, remember, the tribal leader had a lot of options available to himself. So he probably wouldn't act too needy. He probably wouldn't act too approval-seeking around each individual lady because he doesn't care because he has so many options. So if you're on the date and you're evidently not used to the presence of beautiful women, and I'm referring to the inside as well as to the outside, right? because you're probably not somebody who wants a top model, just somebody who physically takes care of herself. So beautifully on the inside as well as on the outside, since you're not used to that, since it's quite a scarce resource because you don't know how to get enough dates with the right type of women for yourself, you're sitting there and you're all nervous. You may not think you are. You may even think the dates go well. But then why does she lose interest in you after a couple of weeks? Well, because you have blind spots in your communication. And there's so many of them. It's one of the most important things that I help my clients with. Apply for a free initial consultation call with the link underneath this video if you want my help with that. But one of those blind spots is being a little bit too approval-seeking. Not being disagreeable enough. And this is not a game. This is not gimmicky. This is not playing tricks. It's not manipulation. It's none of that bullshit. I'm all about honest and authentic communication. But you have to understand that you can communicate honestly in an effective fashion or honestly in an ineffective fashion. Do you know that when you're almost emotionally reaching for her, when you don't feel that you're grounded within yourself, that you're feeling blown around by the wind, that you're not anchored within yourself, that you can't relax, that whatever she says, you jump on it, you're 
trying to go into it. You ask too many questions. You don't, enough, you don't ask enough questions. You're too reactive to her. You know what that's like? Yeah, of course you do. Well, part of the reason is because you're not validating your own existence in that moment. You chase her validation of your actions and your words too hard. Instead of saying, she's beautiful, I hope I like her, you say, oh, she's beautiful, I hope she likes me. Instead of saying, well, whatever I have to share with her is at least interesting because I'm an interesting person, you say, well, I hope she's going to find it interesting. I hope she'll approve of what I have to say. I hope there won't be too much conflict, too much tension, because maybe I can get some emotional as well as physical intimacy out of this. It's super important that you understand the following. She needs to see that you want her, but that you also don't need her. You can only have the type of woman you're willing to lose. Let me say this again. This is key. She needs to see that you want her, but that you also don't need her. And you can only have the type of woman you're willing to lose. She has to realize that at any given point in time, during the day, you're able to get up and walk away. Or that if she were to get up and walk away, you wouldn't care. It wouldn't phase you in the slightest. And that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be a little bit of a negative emotional spike, that you'd feel nothing. That's not what this is about. But you know, hey, cool, that's no problem. It's perfectly fine because I have another date coming really soon with a rather attractive person. You need, obviously, the right mindset, but you also need factual abundance. Because how scared of losing her would you be if in four days, six days, seven days, you had another date scheduled? Wouldn't be too scary, would it? But if it's the only chance for real love you'll ever get, if she's the one, the only person who could ever meet your needs for love and connection, the only person who could ever make you happy, I'll never find someone like her. If that's the one and you lose her, yeah, then such a panic reaction seems obviously appropriate, but you have to base yourself in factual abundance. Half of the people in your city are female. 10% of them are in the right age group for you. If you live in a city with 100,000 people, 50,000 women, 5 to 15,000 women in the right age bracket for you, 5 to 10, 5 to 15,000, you only need one. Can you find one? Yeah. Now people might say, oh, it's just a numbers game. No, it's not just a numbers game. If your approach is inefficient, you're going to burn through a whole lot of interactions and it may cost you your first, second or in some cases, third divorce, or at the very least, you're going to waste a whole lot of time. But start with this. Understand that you have a lot of attractive qualities about you. There's a lot of things you're already doing well that you're not giving yourself credit for, that you're not even recognizing. The work ethic you put forth every single day. And as I'm talking about that, as I'm complimenting you without even knowing you, Maybe you're immediately reflecting, yeah, but I have these flaws. We all know our flaws the best, don't you? Yes, but you don't have to be perfect to be worthy of love. You don't have to be perfect to be an amazing partner. You are a kind guy, aren't you? Aren't you a man? I don't know, probably late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Great career, good job. You're really working on your health. Aren't you somebody who puts his best foot forward to be his best self? And you're making flaws and we all and you're making mistakes and we all do that. But aren't you putting in a lot of effort? That's amazing. Give yourself some credit for that. That alone puts you in the top 10%. You are most likely, even if we just look at the US, in the top 10%, maybe in the top 1% or even less. I have clients who are ridiculously successful, but they just cannot accept it. 
they can't come to terms with the fact that they have a lot to offer with it. And that's what I help them with and a whole host of other things as well. Validate your own spoken word. Don't depend on her approval. Be independent of the good opinion of other people, as Wayne Dyer would say. I had a university, university professor back in the day, and she said some really interesting things. She used to work in finance, and then she went into teaching at a university because she enjoyed that a whole lot more, and she genuinely seemed very happy. And she said, yeah, I could have stayed in finance, but just because I can do something doesn't mean I need to do it. Just because I'm good at something doesn't mean I need to do it. Just because I can date her doesn't mean I need to date her. Society will sometimes give you approval and validation for certain thoughts, actions, and feelings that they like, but that might not necessarily be a true and authentic expression of who you are. Sometimes, we as human beings are very simple. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey me, I do something, people like it, let me do more of that. Hey, great. And sometimes that's good. And we get into these positive feedback loops, and that's fantastic. And then we really enjoy the validation, or in other words, the good opinion of other people. And that's fantastic if it is in alignment of who we truly are. If it meets our needs for love and connection and our own individual ones, if it fulfills our values, emotional states we desire, in a way that we really enjoy, that's good for us, where it's compatible. But sometimes women are going to give you approval for behavior that's not going to make you happy. Sometimes women will reward you for something and punish you for something else in the long term, even if she's actually a really healthy and loving and beautiful soul. So the more you approve of your own self, the more you just ground yourself and say, hey, I'm here. I'm good the way I am, whether you approve of it or not. The more women are going to love you. And let me tell you something. If you express yourself carefully, unapologetically, unashamedly, in an effective way, if you learn to build attraction, you will start polarizing very strong. Some women will start really disliking you and others are going to get very excited about you. But you don't want to be in this gray zone of, uh, some love me, or rather everybody thinks of me as kind of nice. Nice is the greatest insult on demand. Be kind, be nice, be respectful, be friendly, but express yourself honestly. It's much better to have somebody that you could actually trust who's reliable and honest, but not nice and fake, than... Yeah, to just be pleasing all the time, but you know, there's something rotten in the state of Denmark. So be more radically honest, validate your own spoken word, and your dates are going to go, go a whole lot better. And if you want to learn how to do all that in detail, if you want to learn how to build attraction in a way that's authentic to you, if you want to know how to find the right girlfriend, life partner, or wife, then apply for a free initial consultation call. I'm looking forward to speaking with you soon. Click the link underneath. Apply for a free call. Speak to you soon.